Hello, hello to all of you. Today, we are doing our follow-through episode on the Business of Life Masterclass podcast from our interview with Lauren Jarrett. If you did not get a chance to listen to her first episode, please do. I promise you will not be disappointed. Her original episode aired on February 15th, and the topic was layering our learning and our purpose. How cool is that? Barb Zant here, media sales leader and founder of the Lifestyle Brand and blog, The Stay at Work Mom. Hello, everyone. It's Debbie Lundberg, performance and mindset coach with Presenting Powerfully. Debbie, Lauren was so great to have on. She is a professor at USF and I am an alumni. We're both big fans of Lauren. Go Bulls. Go Bulls. Um, right, right off the top, Lauren loves lists. I love lists. I like crossing things off lists, but her take was a little different. So she uses the notes app. So she does a daily list and she does a weekly list. You can't cross it off the app, but you know, I am loving going paperless. And I also love the weekly list. The weekly list is something that I added that I did had not done before. And that is absolutely going to stay. I felt like it helped my organization. And some of the things that didn't make my daily list, it still needed to get done. And I still do my, you know, my top two things. I do put that on a sticky. Sometimes I, I do three, but you know what? I enjoy that. I still get as much joy out of writing my list as I, you know, do crossing off. So that absolutely worked for me. Yeah. That's part of, that's part of your personality. That is, there's in disc, there's the D, the I, the S, the C. D's love to write things down and cross them off. And so that's, that is part of it. Now, I use the notes app and some people who follow me and see my videos every day and ask, how do you have a different tip, a different Lundbergism every day? I use the notes app if I'm in the car. I used to write them on a sticky note as well. And sometimes I still do if it's really convenient because I have that little sticky note holder up on the passenger side. So, so it's really funny when she was talking about notes and I thought, I speak into my notes app a lot to get thoughts out there for articles, for notes, for, or excuse me, for presentations, for anything like that. And especially for the coach's corner tips. So bringing up the notes app, it's a simple way that you can, you know, you can certainly type in, so to speak, or you could utilize the, the voice to text. And that's what I tend to do. So from the week perspective, I'm not necessarily one for the, the goals throughout the week, although I do believe in the Sunday prep, which in effect, when I started thinking about what Lauren does, that's that planning for the week. So it did bring that to light that as I coach people on time and attention management, I encourage them to think about their week ahead and think about those goals for the day. So bringing that in and bringing it up with others as well is a good point is what do you want to feel? I reframed it a little bit. Not because what she did wasn't great. It's how it worked with clients is to say, how do you want to feel on your Saturday and Sunday? And then if you want to feel that way, what actions will it take? And if those are actions that you'll take, how will you prioritize them? So I backed into it. And so I love that she brought it up because it got me thinking about that. And her song. So we started adding the walk up and the walk off song. Yes. uh, In January. This is the first time that even today, I am still humming it in my head. And that song is nothing is going to break my stride. It's just 
fun. It's that positive song that makes me smile. And I just love it. And now I think of her every time I hum or sing the song. Are you sure it's not because we sang it though? Yes. I mean, Lauren and I did both sing Ain't Nothing Gonna Bergamas Dry. (laughs) So it could have been that, although I'm sure the original sounds a hundred plus times better. We did get a laugh out of that. And we said, if you could call it singing, we were singing. So we fully own it. But yeah, it's a very upbeat song. And I'd encourage our listeners to think about that. What would your walk-up music be? And ever since, well, before we brought it on the show, I think I shared with you, Barb, it's something I ask people at holiday events or networking events. What are you looking forward to? I mean, it's not a positive to say, do you have anything exciting coming up? That's very, it's very judgmental because what you deem is exciting. I may still see value in relaxing or doing during work around the yard and somebody has to say, no, I don't have anything exciting. So if you instead say, what are you looking forward to? What's something you have coming up in the next month or quarter that you're looking forward to personally or professionally? And, and if somebody, if I want to ask them another question, I'll often say, so here's, here's, here's a fun one. If you were to have walk-up music, which I'm not saying I can provide walk-up music and then they laugh, what would your walk-up music be? And what's the reason you would choose it? And they almost immediately say, well, what's yours? And so then I tell them Brave by Sarah Bareilles and tell them a little bit about Onyx, our dog. And and then it gets them thinking. So Lauren was tremendously thoughtful in how she put out the, the post on LinkedIn. And I believe former clients, students, friends chimed in on what they thought her walk-up music would be. She researched all of it and then she picked it. So it's true to who she is. She's so thorough and considerate and thoughtful. And her inclusiveness is of not only that you have to be in that space because it was more about inclusion of thought. And I so admire her for that. Yes. And I just wrote down what you said because I love the positioning of what are you looking forward to? Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to shift how I ask that in, in groups for sure. So, well, yeah, because if you say, do you have anything exciting? Do you have something exciting planned this weekend? What if somebody has a funeral? What if somebody has, you know, we we spoke about loss in Lauren's episode. And so while I love and believe in the power of, of positive positioning and thinking, it's got to be sincere. And so if we say to somebody, do you have anything exciting? And they say, no. And then the implication is they're somehow failing. Whereas if you say, are you, what are you looking forward to say in the next month or quarter, they might have something tomorrow they're looking forward to, but they get to choose. And I believe now I can't speak for Lauren, but I believe when she hears this and the follow through, she'll, she'll probably like that too, because you're in effect marketing to someone, the brand of being interested, as opposed to implying that something has to be exciting to be worthwhile. And you leave them in a positive frame of mind. Yeah. I I love it. So right out of the gate, Lauren mentioned her fear of speaking and her vocabulary of getting to do that every single day. So I thought, wow, I absolutely have a fear of speaking. And I mentioned that uh, I'm nervous every single podcast episode that, that we do. And so I volunteered all week long to take the opportunity to speak in front of others. And by the seventh day, It felt more empowering. I I wasn't as nervous. Mm -hmm. And so I think there's great power in facing our fears and doing it more often. So I love that tip. And I'm going to continue to volunteer and keep myself outside my comfort zone. Well, 
and it's the fact that Lauren had such casual vulnerability about something so impactful for so many people. It's just another reason to really follow her and appreciate her that to be somebody who speaks in front of classes and she said, you know, hundreds and I've spoken in her class when, when there's been hundreds and I've spoken in a class when there's been a smaller group and there is, there's no bit of that coming through with her. So to your point for you, kudos to overcoming that fear. It's first realizing you have it second facing it. And then third, doing something about it because so many people say, I have this fear. So they don't do it. They don't fly. They don't, they don't speak in public. They don't, you know, do other things. And of course, everybody has the right to do what they believe works for them. And we're not here to judge it. It's such an inspiration though, to think, to go from the fear of public speaking to then having multiple successful businesses that she's sold to speaking in front of groups to present her business. And then now being an associate professor at the Muma College of Business at University of South Florida, where that's a huge part of her role, shows that people can change if they want to, and they're willing to put in the effort. I mean, Lauren's a great testament of that. Yeah. How cool is that? So two quick things, music in the morning. So I love music, but I would listen to podcasts in the morning. And so I added music in the morning. So I'll listen to podcasts, you know, a little later in the day now. And I will also keep that in because Mm -hmm. it made me smile and gave, I think a little more skip in my step. So I love that. Yes. So that was a a change too. I, I mentioned, I listen in the car because I'm going to and from running or Orange Theory. And so what I did is when I walk in from whatever I do in the morning, I give Daisy her quote unquote treats, but they're really her, her uh, glucosamine and things to keep her spirits up and her, her body moving well. Now, as I walk in and I greet her, when I'm getting her treats, I say, I ask Alexa to play something. So I've incorporated that too. So thank you for reminding me that came from Lauren because it's become a habit already in this short amount of time that now that you mentioned it, I realized I did it right away when I walked in, even when I went to a client and came came into the house, I said it right away. And then I stopped it because I had something to do online, <laughs> but I've it's already gotten ingrained. And, you know, habits usually take, say, 21 to 28 days. Some people say three months, other people say longer. But I think because each time I'm coming and going, I'm doing it, whether it's morning or later, it's gotten in there really well so while it might be not always be the no one's gonna break my stride it it is good music and you're right there's like a pep in your step yep i love it so as we close this out please know listeners you can stay connected with us on instagram and facebook at the business of life Masterclass. me on instagram at the stay at work mom and debbie lundberg is debbie lundberg most everywhere Debbie is Debbie Lumberg coach on TikTok. Check it out. If you like what you heard, please give us five stars. We are committed to providing you with five-star guests, just like Lauren for inspiration. So stay tuned. And thank you for joining us for this episode of the Business of Life Masterclass, the podcast for successful people embracing every chance to accomplish and experience all you can in business and in life. Listen choose do. Thank you. Thank you.